Hey, we're back at Hoagie's Garage. A little, little windy today, Tobe. That definitely got a breeze blowing that you can feel when you get outside, that's for sure. <laughs> but hey, yesterday was nice, so I'll... And it's not like it's 20 below or anything, so it's Next just... Next week's supposed to be nice temperature-wise all week. Nicer than what it was in Georgia, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It wasn't... Uh, not a good week for the All-Stars, so... But hey, a lot of racing this week, the way it sounds. Hopefully. Hopefully so, we get her all in. I agree. Well, uh, hey, today we have Jody Roseboom from Rock Rapids, a local boy for us, and... Tob, you've been pushing him for a long time. He's been racing, well, the whole time I've been pushing and quite a few years before that when Dad was. I don't know if he's been running 15, 20 years. I'd hate to guess. I have well, to ask him. be a good question to ask him. We're going to find out, yeah, aren't we, that's, what, that's what we're here for. <laughs> All right, so another episode here on Hoagie's Garage, and when we come back, we'll have Jody on the phone. And we're here with Jody. Uh, Jody, hey, can you just give us a little information about you and your family and what's going on? Um, I'm Jody Rosenboom. Yeah, I'm 41 years old. Been racing sprint cars since 2003 and carts before that. And I've basically dabbled in racing my whole life. Uh, obviously, everybody knows my dad, Randy, with Rosie's Raceland, and obviously he raced for years too. Um, uh, my wife Rachel is one of my my big supporter and my my partner here. She uh, puts up with a lot, a lot, lot. And then we have two kids, Regan who's six and Rayleigh who's three. And uh, you know my whole you know my whole not not so much my my grandparents, but my dad, and my uncle were both big into racing for a long time. My uncle Ron uh, from Sturgis, he raced out Rapid City area, and then he come back here and ran some too. And years ago in their in their late model days, he ran here, but so. Now the Rosenboom name and family has been around for a very long time, and uh, hopefully we got a good a good name. I'd like to think, but uh, yeah, no, we've been around for a long time. Well, I've never heard a lot of complaining about you in the pits ever. You know, you hear a little bit of grumbling once in a while, but most people they seem to go talk to you for questions and information or whatever. There always seems to be somebody talking to you in the pits, anyhow. Yeah, yeah, I get picked on every once in a while about that. They say I talk too much, but I guess that's part of the gig. Well, um, that know, helps least, with the Rosie's Raceland part, too. you got to do the PR for that, too, you know. Oh, absolutely, and I love my job. I love helping people. I mean, I do what I can, you know, to see somebody succeed. After you give them a little advice, is, you know, you can kind of neat kind of neat in my world you know been doing this a very long time already so if you can pass a little knowledge on you know hey there's nothing wrong with that no it never hurts you got to keep it going well that's just it you know we're not all going to be around forever and obviously motorsports are going to be around for a long time past when we're here so hopefully a little bit of something you did can you know move down the line your legacy we'll call it <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> not much of a legacy <laughs> So how old were you when you started them go-karts? I don't remember that ever. Oh, I didn't. St I started a little later in life with that stuff. I was like 17. Um, we started running over with Dad ran over in Worthington. I'm pretty sure 17, 18, somewhere in there. And uh, ran, ran you know, first year there and won the points over there. And then got hooked up with Corwin Darune. Um Drew racing engines out of uh, out of Boyden, and you know, Corwin's a great guy. He's still still building some of the best motors, and then you know he does tires and everything else over there. We still actually with my we got my son a cart, uh, actually a couple carts, and we get all of our stuff through Corwin. Still, he's a he's a good friend, and he's a he's a great competitor, and he uh, you know he's he's been for the carting end of the, everything that we've done. He's been honestly a phenomenal asset to have in your corner. I mean, he's extremely good at what he does. So yeah, started then, ran that for ran them for you know oh yeah till till I still ran a few races in 2003, but we were mostly trying to kind of switch over to the sprint car deal there, and then you know after that it kind of went strictly strictly sprint car stuff. Except for oh, I had a car a couple of years ago. I ran a I ran a race or two, and then a few years back, Gawain ran a few indoor races. So just every once in a while, because I, I I truly do love the karting. And yet, it's 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 a great place to get your kids started. It's a great place for adults to have some fun. I mean, I I really really like the karting world, and then they're getting some tracks back again, and they've got great classes, and it's uh, it, it's a ton of fun. Also, where uh, where have you all raced, Jody? Can you you know maybe mention some of your favorite tracks? Oh man, um, 
kind of all through Minnesota. You know, we ran Knoxville some. You know, obviously the Houston's, Hartford, Madison. Missed Madison a lot. No play. Lake County was a ball. Uh, you know, I eighty Eagle. I mean, there's a lot of little places we've hit here and there. Uh, mostly Midwest. And I've ran Devil's Bowl once. I'd like to go back down there. Um, like to hit some more tracks down in like Oklahoma. I, we've done some stuff with the midget stuff down there. Like actually, probably. I would have to say my favorite racetrack in the country is in Oklahoma City. That's uh, this little I forty four race speedway, and uh, it's just a it's a blast. You race midgets there, and then they run they have they run micros and stuff down there, and that place is so fun. I mean, it's just a it's basically about the size of the Chili Bowl, but it's got a ton of banking, and it's you know it's it's just it's on the fence. Good hard racing. It's that's probably my favorite track if you could say you have a favorite. Uh, you know, I like I like Rock Rapids here. It's just got a ton of character. Um, Chili Bowl's fun. Uh, you know, I can't say there's too many I dislike. You know, there's always places you say that aren't your favor. So, but for the yeah. most part, you know, everybody's got the same thing every night. Yeah. Some people have more of a knack for places than others. And, you know, I've always I've always been pretty good at Houston. So I've, I've always kind of fell into that, that, had a knack for that place. I've always enjoyed it. And Oh. Well, there is a bit of a trick to get around that little short thing with the wall and everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and trust me, you spend a lot of money to get good at that place. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, it, uh, you don't have many escape routes if something happens in front of you either. No. No, it'll bite you in the butt real fast, and uh, and some of them hurt too. I can't lie to you. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Well, it's an abrupt stop when you're going, you know, 80, 90, 100 mile an hour around that thing. Oh, exactly. You know, the places that are that are absolutely great for for kids learning. You know, Rock Rapids is phenomenal because you know you, you screw up or you mess up, you can just go off the track and catch it usually, and, and you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, I ninety is also great for that. You know, there's a place if you screw up a little bit, you know, there's kind of an escape route, you know, for the local tracks that we're at. You know, I I like, you know, Eagle's a lot like Houston's. You know, there's not many places to get away. I, I-80's got a wall away around it, but it's so wide that unless you're right on the fence, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to stay out of trouble there. You know, um, there's, yeah, I mean, we, Norfolk has got a wall around it, that one. But it's really wide. Uh, you know, for it's for local places that we go a fair amount. Jackson's pretty easy to stay out of trouble because it's so wide. You got you know, room to recover from an up. Yeah, and it never. You know, with three sixties, with four tens, it gets really wide around Jackson. With three sixties, it just don't seem like they got the power to to wide the track up quite as much as the four ten stuff. You know, so it, it stays. I can say real, real narrow, but relatively narrow. Um, so it's it's pretty easy to kind of stay out of trouble there. The biggest thing, like with Jackson, is is a lot of times you'll see it on on like restarts or on initial starts of the race, guys that are two, three rows back that go into the, into one. You know, it's flat enough that if you go into one and the air's off the wing, it'll kind of bike you up a little bit, and it'll actually pull the left rear off the ground. Or I mean, there's people that have tipped over from it too. Um, that's probably the hardest part of that place is just make sure you got air on the wing and, and, and be smart in the first corners when you don't have air on the wing. Um, but don't, most, don't try and win the race in the first corner. Yeah, more or less, because it could bite you real fast. Um, but once it gets strung out, you know, it's, it's just as fun a place to race as any of them. I mean, I don't know. To say I have an absolute favorite, I have that little I-44 track's fun, but I like short, short tracks. And But they're all, they all got their own character. You know, they all got their things where, you know, people that race there a lot can tell you stories of how they get around or what, you know, what their little trick is or, you know, you know, it, uh, I don't, like Houston, so a lot of people struggle to run the bottom of the racetrack at Houston, so that's where we shine. You know, I mean, if there's if there's two inches of bottom of that racetrack, we're going to be fast. Where yeah. a lot of people struggle with it, you know, and it's not hard to run the to run around the rim, you know, because there's always something to lean on, and it makes you feel all warm and fuzzy, you know. But uh, <laughs> when, that's one thing I've never heard that car racing called warm and fuzzy. Oh <laughs> yeah, you know, if if you got something nice to lean on, it, it's pretty easy. You know, as long as your car ain't too tight or you, you know you don't goof up on it, it's it's pretty simple just to run around the rim, especially if you got a motor that runs good. So, but 
you know, when it gets real technical where you're in and out of the gas a lot, using a lot of brake, that, that's, that's what I like. I mean, cause it, it kind of, it takes that big motor aspect of it yeah. out. It Which makes you, it more of a, more into the driver's hands. And you get I, more I, of I, that I, in the short tracks then too. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, absolutely. You know, like Knoxville, I-80, you know, the, the bigger tracks, you know, Eldora, I've never been to Eldora. That's still on my bucket list. Um, but uh, those places are, you know, you're really sitting on a motor a lot because they're so big and wide open. And, you know, you, you really see, especially qualifying and stuff, you really see the guys that have the, 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 the better motors yeah. shine. They got, the, just, they got the $60,000, $70,000 motors. Yeah. Yeah, they got good stuff. That's for sure. I've always you know, preferred the short track just for the excitement part of it, spectating. Oh yeah, to me, yeah, get... I mean, I, I'm a spectator as much as I am a driver. I much, I watch Knoxville Nationals, but it, you know, everybody's got their thing. Some people say this is sacrilege, but it's with it, it's not as good as watching like Peevely or a really a really good race at Houston no. or you know any short track where you guys are tripping over each other and in traffic and sl- throwing sliders and. I mean, that's, that's my idea of sprint car racing is just the, you know, the wheel, the wheel elbows up on the wheel, you know, versus, you know, you know, these big race tracks, you're more or less just sitting there trying to make sure you hold the wheel as straight as you can do anything you can to not scrub any speed, you know, where, where with a short track, you know, if you make a small mistake, you can recover rather quickly because you're not dependent on that momentum near as much. It's still important but it's not probably as important. Yeah. You can be dominant at Houston's and you're going to be in lap traffic on the, in the feature in three, four laps. And now, now you still have to be an awesome driver. Yep. Absolutely. Because I mean, for the most part, most part people are, that are running there now are pretty good. They can hold the line pretty well. So you kind of, and, you know, we've all raced each other enough where we kind of know where somebody's tendencies are. You know, you can get behind. So Joe blow and you know, yeah, he, generally he'll run you know bottom so you can you can try to sneak around on the top or you know yeah so and so ain't gonna come off the top so you can kind of sneak by him on the bottom i mean you you learn everybody's tendencies um, pretty quickly you know how they restart how they how they do a lot of things it's it's pretty pretty easy to learn the tendencies of other drivers if you if you pay attention you bet hey we're gonna take a quick break jody and we're gonna come back and talk a little bit about chili bowl okay like to thank Octane Inc. from T South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. All right, we're back with Jody. Going to talk a little bit about the Chili Bowl and stuff. Um, how long you been going down there now, Jody, to the Chili Bowl? Um, I want to say it was 2008, the first year I went down where I had one car. And uh, it was a complete disaster. I mean, I think I spun out twice in the heat race and just thought thought we had help, you know, kind of got hooked up with some people and just didn't, wasn't what I needed. Um, it, uh, it was, it was fun and it got me hooked on it, but it took a, it took a year or two before we kind of started learning our own deal and getting hooked up with the right people with the right help. The biggest thing was when I got hooked up with the Yaley family, JJ and Jack Yaley. Um, they really kind of helped us get steered in a better direction you know, what to do with cars, what to do, you know, what, what engines you need, what you need to do here, what you need to do there. And I learned a lot from them and then kind of 
kept just working with people. Got hooked up with uh, Philly Ruzik out of uh, out of Illinois. He built the Boss Car and, and the Kitty Brown deal, and they they were a tremendous amount of help. And Flea still, I I ask Flea questions constantly. I mean, that is that is one of the greatest people you'll ever meet in motorsports. He's just so knowledgeable and and he's so friendly to deal with, and he can you know he can put things in terms that of people that uh, that are that maybe don't are professional you know i mean he can he can work with you so much and he's taught me so much and now we've gotten to the point where we're starting to kind of work with some bigger drivers or trying to work with some bigger drivers in our midget operation like we had uh mike hess who's had a ton of midget success over the years actually the race director for the world outlaws now he doesn't race midgets as much as he did but extremely extremely smart man and, and very good very knowledgeable with the midgets so uh, Chad Mosblue too has has raced for me for the last uh, like a couple of years ago, and then he missed last year because he got COVID. And then this year we had him. We had him in Decoin, and we had him at the Chili Bowl. And just having him in the pits has been absolutely phenomenal. I mean, it's it's made our game better in two races. Which the plan is this year um, here about March Aprilish, we're going to go hit a few more midget races. We're going to have him in the car again, and uh, I'm going to run a little bit too. And we're going to kind of when it works and whatever, you know, money, sponsorship and everything else will allow, we're going to try to hit a few more midget races through the summer. Um, try to do maybe some of that extreme midget league deal that the outlaws has put on, try to do some of those races and, uh, and, and keep, keep trying to get better and better. I, you know, obviously the more you do it, the more you run it, the better you're going to get at it. And I want to keep, I, I want to keep doing that, uh, for a while yet and i really really enjoy the midget side so we're gonna we're still obviously going to be around we're still going to run a lot of sprint car stuff we're still going to do our normal deals um, msts and then the houston sundays we might might miss one houston sunday we might uh, we might try to hit uh, a midget show but uh, it's all kind of tentative up in the air with whatever the, the funding will allow you know you gotta, you're gonna travel. You gotta have money in the checkbook. Hey, and when you're winning Houston's points wise, you're you're not gonna be able to pull away. Well, I agree. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll evaluate that at that time too. You know, that's a nice part of me of owning my own team. Um, and but what I do have for sponsorship, nobody really ties me down to anything. So if I feel like we want to try to hit some traveling series races, um, they support me 100, percent which is phenomenal. Um, you know, it's it's one of them deals where I'm probably getting close enough to, to retirement of this now that there's a few bucket list things that I really would like to do while I'm still kind of competitive enough to do it. And and running some of this midget stuff is one of those things. And so it's uh it's nothing that'll be set in stone, but we're gonna we're gonna hit a few. I mean that that is set in stone. I mean obviously we're just trying to decide which right now we're working on some scheduling to try to pick and choose which, which races we want to go to when, where, and what we can make work with everybody's schedules. So about, about how far well, then like the midget race, are they going to be like in Indiana and stuff then you think? Or? Um, there's some Illinois. Um, we're talking about actually going down to North Carolina to Millbridge. Um, if it works out, that's actually a Monday and a Tuesday. So try to balance that out and, and figure out a few things. Um, Got to go down to Oklahoma again, Oklahoma city where that I 44 uh, Tulsa port city. Those two tracks are, are great midget tracks, um, micro and midget tracks. We're going to definitely hit both of those this year. Um, and, and, and basically bounce wherever we can, you know, yeah. try to keep it to the shorter stuff, quarter of a mile or shorter stuff. Uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't need to go to any of the three eighths mile stuff or any of that. And plus, we don't, uh, don't have the engines probably necessarily for that yet. We're that's another thing we're working on is trying to is trying to upgrade some engine programs and trying to get some things better and a little more refined. And it takes time. I mean, it's it's none of us are made of money, so it's it's a matter of doing it as we can do it. And, if you had uh, an endless checkbook, you could have all that already, probably. Oh, oh yeah, that's a fact. Hey. And that's what it takes. And, and, and finding the right partners, finding the right sponsorship, you know, that, that goes a long way. People that are, are willing to work with you and support your team. And, and then you also can represent their companies or, or their affiliations, you know, where they would like you. And, and all that's all that's part of the game. You know, you got to uh, you got to basically take care of the people that take care of you, you know. 
you got to respect their wishes too. So that's, that's kind of where we're at now is trying to get all that figured out, balanced and then get a schedule kind of finished up for the most part. And then, uh, and when we get that done, we'll probably get it out on, on my website a little more, uh, which is just joeyrosebumracing.com and try to get some stuff finalized on all that. Yeah. Yeah. You get down like to port city and stuff. We watch that quite often on flow or dirt vision, whichever one it is. Oh yeah. No, I've raced there numerous times. Um, we got a we got a wedding, so you have to chew out Darren Cordles and uh and Michelle Ramirez, but we're gonna miss the second there's a two day decoin race again. We're gonna miss that for their wedding in March. Now, see what are them so, people doing having weddings on racing season? I got three of them this summer I'm supposed to go to. Oh, I know it. That's exactly what I said. I like, married in March. <laughs> hey, how many cars were there when you first started at the Chili Bowl? And uh, oh. kind of a second side note to that is do you think the Chili Bowl has like as a whole right now the best race car drivers all in one place at one time oh there's there's nothing that can exceed it because it's what everybody's on their off seasons you know knoxville obviously has the best sprint car guys and and you can go with the nascar deal you know that's obviously there's the best in the world and you know you watch like the, the, the hundred and and a lot of these these crown jewels for late models obviously have the best of their world, but the Chili Bowl has the best of every world, which makes it unlike anything else. And the best part is why I tell people all the time, I said, if you love racing and you've never been, you need to go to the Chili Bowl once because you'll just be sitting there, you know, chit-chatting with, well, say, me or somebody else. And, I mean, like last year we were parked next to Chase Briscoe and – you know, Chase and his dad, Kevin, what great people. I mean, and, and everybody that walked up to talk to Chase, I mean, he talked to everybody. And same with, like, Larson and uh, and Chase Elliott. I mean, the way these guys just – and Christopher Bell, the way these guys just walk up and down the aisles and make themselves accessible to people and the way that they, they treat their fans, I mean, it's, it's just amazing to watch these guys. Because, I mean, they, they could turn away from people, but they don't. You know, they treat people so well, and there's so much to be learned from, from how they carry themselves with their fans. It's it's amazing to watch them because it's pretty easy to get frustrated and walk away, but they don't. It, it's pretty awesome. So down at the Chili Bowl, though, going back to that a little bit, you had, what, five cars there yourself this year? Yeah, yep. we had five cars. Um, and then you, five, you, like, rent them out to guys, right? Um, for the most part, yeah, we did it. We did. We had a couple hired guys this year. Uh, we had a couple guys. Well, one guy from California, Sean Quinn's his name. He's he just turned into one of my really really good buddies. He's just an amazing dude that's ridden for me for a few years, and he's he just comes and he's yeah. Like I said, this was his third year with us, and he's just so darn much fun. So I told him as long as he wants to keep racing, I said we'll make sure we have a car for him. <laughs> He's so fun. And we had, then we had a younger kid out of Minnesota, Carter Chevalier. We had him this year. Um, and Carter did a good job. I mean, for the, for running midgets twice in his life, you know, he really asks a lot of questions and, and does things kind of all the right way and wants to learn about it. It just needs laps, you know. A lot of this stuff is just laps, laps, laps. The more you drive it, the better you're going to get. And then we had two guys with a lot of experience where we had Mike Hess and, and Chad basically. And, uh, and then I was, I still run a car. Uh, just that's me having my fun, I guess. But I usually run Friday. I wait till everybody else is qualified and get everything done in case, uh, something happens where we need a car or something. You know, if, if I have to give up my car, there's only one person going to be disappointed and that's me. You know, I don't have to, I don't have to worry about somebody getting mad at me because they paid X amount of money to be in a car or, or this or that. So we, we make sure we've got every angle covered before I race. And if we got everything pretty much situated, then then I get to go have my fun. So and it works really well. We have a lot of fun with it. That's got to be an awful busy week because wasn't there a couple other guys pitting with you too then this year? I thought there were seven cars there all together. Yeah, we had, we had seven cars uh, this Travis and Ty Wilkie, Ty drives the car, Travis and his father, they, uh, they set the car down with us and we kind of went over things and helped take care of it and helped get the kid, uh, get the kid going and, and coaching him a little bit. So, and then Ryan Dickett's crew 
pits with us, but they kind of do their own thing. You know, they've got their own setups, and Ryan kind of has the way he likes to do things, and the and the and the gentlemen that help him kind of have their way they like to do things. But they park with us, and it works good for them because then they don't have to sit and wait in line to get a trailer in and dink with all that. And they, you know, they know that my whole my operations open doors to anything they want. So I mean, they just they just hang with us and pit with us, and if we need help from them, they're there to help us. And it works out really good the way that we got it. And if you've got enough cars, you get a uh, you get a, a pretty nice pit stall too. You know, we get a two stall, a two place pit stall, which works out really really good. So they kind of help with us with getting that by adding an extra car too. Yeah, just that overall whole operation down there with the pits and all that, and the number of cars and the races just amazes me every time I watch it. Oh, it's it's even it's even crazier when you're there, especially when you're there on Saturday watching a park everything. You know, oh, these, I bet. The people, you know, Matt Ward, Brian Holbert, and Ashley Ward, and their, and their whole team, um, the way they get the cars in there and, and keep everything organized, and you know, the way they the way they do everything, they you can obviously tell it isn't their first year for one thing, but they do just a very professional job of getting everybody in, making sure everybody's situated, happy, and and uh, I mean, they give you a phone call that you know you're about ready to come in. So I mean, they. Uh, yeah, they do a they do a fantastic job with all that. It's 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 fun to work with all them guys, and they come around and visit. I mean, they're just good. They're all good racing people too. So that's the best part of the Chili Bowl is it's just racers. You know, every part of it's just all guys that are just love racing. You know, from the people running it to the people they're racing to the fans that are there. I mean, it's it's just diehard racing. It's, it's dirt racing. You gotta love oh, it. Exactly. I mean, and you make so many friends in that building. You know, there's people that we've parked with, parked next to, and you always sit and visit. Or, you know, somebody's in trouble, needs something. Like, well, when when Mike uh, got turned around his heat race and crashed a little bit and knocked a Nerf bar off and bent a front axle. I mean, we had uh, Jake Newman's, Jim Newman, uh, they, we had their team over help. And, and, you know, the guys next door from the, from the Briscoes were having I mean, there's There's so many teams there that just the people you've met and the people that you've worked with and everybody, everybody helps everybody. And it's just, it's, it's amazing. The camaraderie, you know, it looks like when you're watching their vision, the, the work area at an outlaw show, it's the same deal. If somebody needs help, there's, there's more than ample help. There's a lot of different guys. color shirts at the pit area working on a car at one time. Yes, there is. And it's the, it's the same there up in the pit area or down in the work area. I mean, it's every, everybody's awesome. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, like I said, it's everybody kind of gets along with everybody for the most part. I mean, uh, you get your few scrums here and there, but it, it's part of it. And, uh, but for the most part, everybody kind of does things to help everybody else and nobody's bigger than anybody. It's, it's pretty awesome. All right. Hey, we're going to take another break and let Jody have a drink of water and, uh, come right back. The Laurel Ridge Barn, it can host corporate events, fundraisers, award ceremonies, family reunions, photography studio time, and always weddings. This barn is absolutely spectacular. If you have not seen it, you have to go to their website, laurelridgebarn.com. Um, you can also call them at 605-951-0867. You can call or text that number. Again, that's 605-951-0867. They are located at 47677 Slip Up Creek Road. No, I didn't make that up. It's 47677 Slip Up Creek Road in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So if you have a wedding or any of those other things, give them a look because I'm telling you, this place is amazing. And we're back with Jody. Hey, Jody, what's what's been the highlight of your career so far? Um, oh, uh, you know, we've, we've got a chance to win quite a few 410 shows. And as a young kid that was at Houston's, and, and Hartford and these places with my dad, you know, to, to think you'd ever, ever win in a 410 sprint car is kind of a dream and been lucky enough to win several, you know, that I can't really pick one out as probably the, the bad, you know, obviously your first one is always kind of special in your heart, but they're all so hard to get that 
you know, they probably all have a little bit of a place. Those are, I don't keep a lot of trophies, but I have all those yet. So I would say any of my 410 wins would probably be where I'd say. And they are, you know, they're always the ones that pay the best too. Like we won that 410 show at Hartford and that was five grand to win that night. I mean, we've, yeah, we won some, some pretty cool shows. What other sprint car drivers you look up to, Jody? Maybe now or even when you were younger, what would you look up to? Oh, I mean, everybody was a Steve Kinzer fan in their life at one time, I'd like to think, you know. Yes. The king's the king. Um, Donnie Schatz, our families have always been really good friends, and Donnie's always been always been really good to, really good to me. He's always always had said hello, and he's always been extremely good to Dad. I mean, them two have been friends, and then, oh, and then his dad, Danny, and his mom, Diane, they've been so they've been just great to our family. So I'd have to say the Schatz is I look I look up to Donnie. Donnie would have to be. I even kind of steer my kids that you know we'll cheer for this guy a little bit because he's. He's just such a true, clean racer. You know, love him or hate him, he's not the type that's going to run over somebody for a spot. He's not the type that that's, uh, that you'd ever would call a dirty driver. You know, or some guys that you know, get a little rammy. You know, we, we all got our we all got our moments. There's no question about it. But there's some guys that are probably doing a little more than others. Yeah. Um, so I would have to say, you know, Steve Kenzer, Mark Kenzer, Carl Carl Kenzer when I was younger now today's day and age, you know, I, I really, you know, Donnie is probably my, my probably still my guy that I would say I cheer for every night. You know, I, I don't cheer against anybody. You know, I don't, uh, everybody's putting their time in, spending their money, working hard, going up and down the road. So, I mean, you respect what they're all doing. Yeah. Absolutely what they're all doing. And they're all good guys. Like, you know, got to know so many of them so well over the years, you know, like Gravels, Dave Gravel. And I don't know Sheldon real well, a little bit, but he's, he's a heck of a nice kid when you talk to him. And, you know, Jason Sides is hilarious. Yeah, he's always entertaining. <laughs> oh, he's fun. I mean, them guys, they, they live their life to have fun. How can you? ever hate anybody for that um so I, I respect them all but that's probably the ones i would say were the ones that were are, are the ones i look up to the most yeah we always got a few favorites too but i look forward more just to a good race good close race than really who wins oh and i'm with you on that one you know the other one that i've gotten to know real well with doing business with him now that i always kind of like was stevie smith give me a chance to talk to stevie what a what a genuinely awesome you know i know he's retired now but what a genuinely awesome person um you know he sat in our pits him and his wife sat in our pits at the chili bowl and visited for quite some time and they're just they're just really good people Is there is there much difference in setting up tracks, Jody? I mean, I mean, you go from Rocky to Hussets to you know Jackson. Is is there much difference? Um, there's probably more difference in if you're going with a three sixty four ten or three hundred five than there is probably, you know. We have certain things that we like better at different tracks, but like my main, you know, torsion bar package and main shock package for the most part is pretty similar about everywhere. You know, I've got my kind of baseline that I just like, and that's where we start, and then we'll adjust from there. But for the most part, we kind of got our same area where we fall back to, and then we'll then we'll adjust from there. Um, but like from a 410 to a 360, there's some things that you do different ride height wise. It's a little bit shocking wise. Um, we run a little bit different bar wise between the two. Um, you know, one guy might, the next guy doesn't, but just the, the way I like my car to feel, I, I, I do a little bit different between the two. Um, and then actually the 305 car I run, um, that one's pretty close to my 360 car. We run them, they were pretty similar. Um, a few little quirks different, but not a lot. So for the most part, it's not huge differences, mostly just little subtle differences, like a little bit of ride height here, or maybe a torsion bar, but not, not like you're redoing the whole car to switch around from it. Now you run, you know, three, four different classes of cars, you know, with the midget and the different sprint cars. Do you have one that's your favorite one to run a particular class or is it whatever one you want in last? Oh yeah, that always helps too. Um, no. I really love the midget stuff. I, I fell in love with the midget stuff years ago, and I think it's probably because I don't get to do it a lot that it always stays pretty high up on my list. Uh, I really, really like the 410 deal. Um, the only thing about the 410 deal is, is affording it you know, yep. with the motors and tires and, and everything else. You know, 
it, it costs a lot of money to run four tenths sprint car. Well, you go um, through a right it, rear about every night on them things. If you're going to be competitive, you absolutely do. Yeah. I mean, you'll go you'll go through two or three tires a night if you if you're going to run up front. It's just how it works. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, if you want to run mid pack, then you can get by with running used stuff. But if you're going to run competitively, you, you you spend some money on some tires. Now, being you brought up tires like that a little bit, is Rosie been is he going to get a good supply of tires in this year? You know, we hear all different kinds of rumors all the time about shortages of things and we don't have any really really good answers on that yet we're getting we're getting tires in and the biggest thing right now is with the weather they don't ship tires when it's really cold because if somebody drops them they actually will crack oh okay Um, so right now we're still waiting on weather to be good enough Uh, the weather looks good enough this week where i think we're going to probably get at least some tires in this week but uh some of the stuff that we're asking for is limited yet. They're only going to allow us so many at a time, so much here and there. So we'll see what it becomes when we get into season more, you know, we're, we're far enough out here in the Midwest where they're more worried about Pennsylvania and California right now, where I think when it comes down to our turn, I think, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll have enough going. Let's cross our fingers. But as for right now, things I've been limited. Yes. Yeah, I know Blake had said they're going to limit it to two or something. Yeah, they might down limit it to two tires a weekend or something. I don't remember exactly what he said, but that's what he was saying with the All Stars. But um, yeah, it there, there's definitely going to be some regulations on some stuff, and you're going to see a lot more people go to like that one right rear tire at night rule and stuff like that. I think um, just mostly for that reason. Because right, right now, if you want to put a new tire out of Houston Sunday nights, if you don't put a new tire on every time you touch a racetrack, you can't. There's no rule against it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sharp edges are always better. It is what it is. But I think, you know, they haven't done anything yet, but I think you're going to see some of that kind of stuff come into play, in my opinion. Well, that's kind of crazy. So, you know, with Flow and Dirt Vision and maybe Kyle Larson, um, the last couple of years, do, do you see sprint car uh, racing on the rise? I think it's, it's the strongest point it's been in a very long time, and I agree with you. I think Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, you know these guys have a lot to do with it. You know Chase Elliott, you know seeing him in a wing sprint car last fall was awesome. You know, I mean, these guys that are coming out of their norm, and, and with the midget deal too. You know, like I've had I've had Connor Daly drive for us. Um, for dad and I, and I've had uh, Santino Ferrucci, which Santino's and Connor both are just phenomenal people. I mean, they, they come and, and shake your hand and say hi and everything. You know, it's Chili Bowl every year when we see them, or every once in a while you'll get a text message from them. They're just they're phenomenal people. But getting that kind of people in our world, I think, has just made strides for dirt track racing in general. Um I think I think it's on the rise, and I think all of it is really. And I and I agree with you. The second reason for that is 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 their dirt vision flows different things. Because I mean, I should show you my phone on Sunday nights just driving home from Houston. But I've got friends in California texting me, "Hey, good run," or this and that, or Pennsylvania and down in Texas. And I mean, people you know from all over the place that are shooting your messages. And my shot guys in Missouri, uh, Mike Mike Sure from SCPS Suspensions, and I'll be getting text messages from him through the night of, "Hey, you know, car looks a little rolled up here, a little bit doing this, you know, and you're doing <laughs> setup help over dirt vision, you know, halfway through your night." So. That's it's, crazy. It's awesome is what it is because it, it opens up that door for for these type of things to happen. And people that don't normally, you know, will see a Sunday Night Houston show or, you know, I, the whole country's watching it because who does anything on Sunday night? Yep. Yep. Exactly. We had heard that the numbers for Dirt Vision actually for Houston's are really, really high because nobody races on Sunday nights. Yeah, and everybody's either, you know, the outlaw guys are sitting in their trailer toter or their trailer somewhere hanging out watching TV, you know, them guys are all watching, you know, the fans are, especially anywhere that's not close to here. I mean, even, like, my wife, a lot of times with having young kids, you know, she doesn't want to wrestle them in the stands. My family sits at home and watches, yeah. you know, because it's a simplicity thing. 
it just makes her life way easier because then they're in their environment at home, but they can still enjoy the show. Uh, I so, said the uh, last last time I was on here with Bud too. I've watched more races in the last two years sitting here in this garage. You know, we got three fifty-five inch TVs on the wall. We got three races going. The hardest part to figure out which one to watch at the right time, and it's exactly just been right. awesome for a sprint car fan. Well, or well, racing I, well, in general. Oh, I agree. The other thing that it opened you up to is if you want to watch USAC, whether it be midget sprints or Silver Crown, you can. You want to watch wing cars in California. You want to watch wing cars in Australia, New Zealand. You can. You know, where you never really had that ability before, where now it's swung that door wide open. So oh, and some of that stuff they run in Australia, that's off the wall. Some of that stuff is they got that bumper car class, we call it. I don't know what they're doing there, but they get points, I think, for crashing each other. <laughs> I agree. I watch them, too. But, you know, it's fantastic that they got this stuff, though, because look at you. You're talking about it right now. Anytime no. you're talking about something, somebody's paying attention to it. And that's helping their class because that's showing that there's, you know, somebody interested in this deal. So that's helping their sponsors. That's helping their absolutely everything about it. Probably yep. their car counts because now somebody's saying, I'd like to build one of them for down. So, well, I think even just your local sponsors here, you know, they're getting all over the nation. They're seeing the cars when people are watching dirt. Oh, exactly. Exactly. I mean, and then like for our t shirt sales and different things too, I mean, we're sending shirts all over the country now because, like I said, Houston's, there's people from everywhere watching it. Well, all of a sudden you'll get a, you'll get a message over a website or over, over Facebook. Hey, you know, I'd like to buy one of your shirts. Yep. It's pretty cool. So next thing you know, you're sending a shirt to New York and then go to <laughs> Florida. It's, it's pretty awesome. Hey, we're, you know, you're talking about your sponsors a little bit, Jody. Do you, do you want to just mention some of your sponsors? I mean, it's good to get them on the air too. Who's, who's been some that's been with you for a long time? Well, I got to thank the folks at Frontier Bank the most that have been with me for a very long time. Actually, we just signed them up for another year here. Um, so I, you know, Schneiderman family and all the, all the folks, employees and everything with Frontier Bank. Thank you, you know, for your continued support because, you know, it's, I'd have to look, but I bet you they've been with me 15, 16 years already. I mean, so getting that kind of support out of a sponsor is, is just phenomenal. I mean, and obviously try to do little things for them, bring the car over to their events and, and anything that they, they asked me to do, you know, I, yeah, you obviously got to work with them, but no, it's been a, it's been an honor to represent them over the years. And, um, Rosie's Raceland, Ben, Ben's construction, you know, Rosie's obviously, you know, can't, can't leave that one out. <laughs> Automotive services out of Sioux Falls, you know, Marshall's been with me for a few years now and then he, he let us use a trailer and uh, he's just been phenomenal because, I mean, I haven't had to worry about the expense of, of going up and down the road. People don't realize how really important that is and how much that helps. You know, the little the little things like that um, mean a lot. You know, it don't always have to be money. You know, anything you can do to help somebody, it, it, you know, they it's appreciated and it, and it helps them get up and down the road, especially, you know, we don't travel a lot, but... With the MSTS, you know, we put a fair amount of miles on and was going down and running some midget shows and different things. You know, we put a few miles on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had Notable RV came on for a little bit last year. I don't know if we'll have them back this year. I sure hope we do. I'm still kind of trying to work on them. And, you know, I want to appreciate them coming on last year. Todd Station, you know, Todd, Todd sold now, but, you know, had Todd for a lot of years. And I can't thank Todd enough for his support. I mean, he's been he's been absolutely phenomenal to me over the years, not only just as a friend, but as a sponsor also, you know. I mean, and just been been lucky over the years to work with the people we've worked with. But, you know, we're always open if, if somebody's, somebody ever wants to get their name on a sprint car, you know, we're always open for more. You know, I, it, uh, it ain't getting any easier or any cheaper. So, and we'd love to represent people's companies. You know, we got website, we do shirts, and we do the, the whole rigmarole. And, you know, obviously we're on Dirt Vision a lot on different things and do a lot of this kind of stuff, different podcasts and different interviews. And I, I, I do truly enjoy it because you, you reach out to, to all your fan base on these different uh, different different things. And it's it's pretty cool to be able to say that you've been able to make a – you know, obviously this isn't my living driving race cars, but it, it the racing industry is my living. So yeah, yeah. to say to say you've had you know some impact on it a little bit is pretty neat to say. And there's a lot of people that recognize your name, which is pretty awesome. And 
it uh, especially when there's some you know some pretty big guns that come in and they come over and they'll talk to you and oh yeah we seen you here seen you here and that's that's pretty cool you know it makes you feel pretty good well, so. I'm pretty sure there ain't a track in the Midwest you can go to and not mention your name and somebody ain't gonna know you no no we've been pretty been around long enough and get along with yeah. enough people yeah oh yeah you know with dad too you know he's been he's been around for so long and, and the business has been around so no we've been. We've been very fortunate to make something that we truly love to do. But, um, just as a, you know, we've kind of touched on most of it, I think. But as a, as a race car driver, what's your proudest I moment? You think, or what's your greatest years. achievement? Oh. oh, as for like, you know, race wins or just anything. What are you, what's Jody oh, Roseboom most proud of? You know, watching, I got a young kid that helps me. I started racing a little bit, Eli Hargraves, and, and, you know, helped different people over the years with different things, you know. You know, to watch somebody that that came to you that was struggling or, or wanted to start something, and to watch them start a career or have a real good race somewhere or something, you know, that probably is still my favorite part of what I do. You know, I love to win. Don't get me wrong. I love to be competitive. I love being at the racetrack. I love the people. I love everything about it. But anytime you can see something that it made somebody else happy, I dig that. That's probably my favorite part of it. You know, getting getting to watch a couple times my son run his first couple races and see the smile on his face. It it was it was pretty special. And then, like when we went to Decoin this year, I didn't race. I just brought, you know, brought two two guys, two of the renters, and the one guy that drove for me. And we had, if we wouldn't have had a, a failure. I think we had a, a pretty easy top three, four car. And uh, to come out of something like that, you know, where everybody left with a smile, everybody had a successful night. I puffed my chest out a little bit on those deals. That makes that makes you feel pretty good. That's something to be proud of. That's for sure. Absolutely, like I said. And I, I thought it would bother me not racing more than it did, you know, but just going there and turning wrenches and, and making sure everybody's night went well. I, I truly, truly enjoyed that. So that's awesome. That's another, another avenue, I guess, that eventually it's going to turn into, but it seems like, you know, you, at some point you got to make your peace with it. And maybe, I guess I kind of maybe already have a little bit. So, <laughs> all right. Hey, we're going to come back one more time and give uh, Jody some rapid fire questions here. Perfect. Like to thank Octane Inc. from T South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. All right, let's give uh, Jody some rapid fire questions here. What, uh, what is your personal car? What, what car do you drive at home or vehicle? Um, I, got, I have two pickups. I got a little Chevy Colorado that's pretty rough but that's kind of my run around everyday vehicle and i've got a i've got a chevy diesel pickup that i drive all right what is the fastest you have ever driven on the highway oh i think in the 140s <laughs> on a buddy's bike one time it was like 145 or something that's when the front end started to shake i, I hit pucker mode and that was that <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite kind of ice cream uh, cookies and cream. Um, best race car driver in the world right now? Oh, Kyle Larson. All right. Who's who's better, Aussie drivers or American drivers? American. 
<laughs> What's the best <laughs> Christmas present you've ever received? Uh, my wife. Oh, Dude, good answer. There's brownie points right there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, basically it was Christmas when we got engaged. So, yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, fairly obvious question, seems like, but if you could win just one race yet, what race would that be? Um, real, realistic could win or just would be so cool the way it'd be unreal. <laughs> Either both. one you want to have, both them. Either one, don't matter. Uh, so cool to win, you could it'd be unreal, chili bowl, realistic. Uh, I'd like I'd like to win the Falcons Brothers four ten race. The bull haulers brawl, just because just because I've been friends with the Falcons boys for a long time, and it's got good paying local show, and you know I I think that'd be cool to win. Sounds good. How many speeding tickets do you have? Uh, one. Oh, Ooh, that's a that's record for lowest. race car drivers. <laughs> what's uh what's your favorite meal? Um I'm gonna say Ooh, that's a good one. You know, hard to beat a good steak. You can do the last one. Um so I think you pretty much answered it earlier, but which race was more fun to attend, would you say, the Nationals or the Chili Bowl? Chili Bowl. Chili Bowl. All right. Can't rain out. That is true. <laughs> can race no matter what. Yep. Oh, you bet. Hey, uh, thanks so much for being on, Jody. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you have this year. Um, you know, we're always at Houston's. We're in Rocky a lot when you have the races there. Tope's pushing you all the time. But um, is there anything else you want to say before we let you go? Yeah, I just got to say thank you to my guys. I got some of the best crew you could ever ask for. With Chad Shetler, Andy Hackinson, uh, Dawson, Hytrader, Eli Hargraves. I mean, them guys, thank you to them and their family for the countless hours they put into this stuff. They don't have to do it. I, obviously, I don't pay them, but they, uh, their dedication is second to none. I mean, they're just they're a phenomenal group of guys. I got to thank you. And I got to thank uh, you know our family and my family and, and everybody that uh, my wife, my kids, what they put up with for doing all this stuff. You know, it's pretty awesome to get to do this deal, but it's at the sacrifice of a few things, you know. I mean, so, you know, my wife, you know, my, my, my family, my dad, my mom, everybody, my aunt, everybody that's my, my Uncle Ron, you know, everybody that's supported my Uncle Kevin, everybody supported me through this whole deal all the years and, and you know, helped out with whether it be kids, whether it be helping with cars, whether it be helping with, you know, a thousand different things we got going. I can't, I can't thank, I can't thank them enough. All right. Can't do it without them, that's for sure. <laughs> no, no, and especially with my, my dad, too. The countless hours he's put into screwing motors together and helped me get stuff together and dealing with this and that. I mean, he doesn't have to do it, but he does. I mean, and it's it's amazing what he does for me and, and the opportunities. I, I, I still own my own cars and all that, but he owns you know, the motor deal. has kind of been his deal, and uh, unless I really want to go off the wall on something, then it's my deal, but he's been – there's no way in, in creation I could have ever done without it. And you know that this probably there shouldn't be any more questions, but I got one since you brought up your dad. I I think race car drivers in general, it it seems like it's more of a family business business sport than like any other sport that's out there. I think you get to do more with your family as far as working with your dad and stuff like that than probably a lot of other sports. Oh, without a doubt. And now, even like with the campgrounds and stuff at these places, we bought a camper. We take the kids. We can't. We make. I mean, everything we do with racing has turned into so much family. Every part of it, really. I mean, and it's it's fantastic. That's that's the second best part of this deal is the things I get to do with my family because of racing. So no, it, it's it's great. You bet. All right. Well, thanks again, Jody. We really appreciate your time. All right, no problem, fellas. Thanks. I'm sorry for the delay of getting with you here. No worries. We we got you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, um, it was a lot of fun. All right, thanks a lot, Joe. You bet. Take care, fellas. All right, bye. Bye.